Well, you survived. You survived, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy for you. It doesn't sound like you're going to survive in that episode. Sounds like you're dying. I hate that episode. I hate that episode because uh, I sound so infantile. Yeah, you sound like a dying person. Now you know what you'll be like when you're 78 years old. I do not want to be my children having to like endure me. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, I'm in good spirits always, though. I don't have children, so I'll just walk into the ocean. Oh, my God. Like George. Did he die? That, that, George Costanza? Yeah, that's not how he dies, but he just walks into the ocean to save the whale. That, that whale, yeah. He's just, watch it. It's, Is anyone here a marine biologist? <laughs> yeah, he looks at him. <laughs> All right. He stormed out there. The sea was angry that day, my friends, like an old man in a deli ordering soup. <laughs> Is that the line? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. It's, uh, very, it's very Larry David when you think about it. Yeah, I've been rewatching Curb, and it is uh, it is weird how this is the George Costanza spinoff. Curb is a, the sequel to Seinfeld. It's just weird that it goes another meta layer further yeah. than, than well, Seinfeld this, was. Um, is it last season? I think it was last season, season nine, where Brian Cranston shows up as Larry's therapist. And that felt weird because, like, no, you can't do that because Brian was cast in Seinfeld as Watley. Yeah, but they, they do that other times because uh, uh, Banya is a different actor on Curb. I thought too, Banyan right? was Banyan because they, they no because they bring him in on episode, season seven for the. Uh, uh, the oh, Seinfeld that's right. Special. No, he's a solid, he he's the actor. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that's so yeah. But when they do the Seinfeld reunion, it's it's particularly weird because like that's the first time I think Jerry was on the show. No, Jerry was on the season before in the season finale. He just did a cameo in the audience. When uh, when Larry's in New York up on the stage, it cuts to Jerry's like reaction shots twice, two or three times. I think it's twice. And you see uh, Jerry just kind of being like, "Uh oh, <laughs> he does like that look. And then he like I think he gets up and leaves. It's it. That's about it. I think that was Jerry's um, first inclusion into Curb. Uh, what's really weird, though, about Curb, because um, I think that was Jerry was the last. You'd, I think you'd already worked in Julia in one way and, and Jason in another way. But I don't think Michael Richards was ever worked in until that season as well, season seven. Well, just the whole rivalry he has with with Jason Alexander, like carrying it starts in Seinfeld, where uh, it's uh, Jeremy Piven plays him during the meta, the extra meta pilot. He plays the character yes. that's being based on George. He's all like, so this guy's a loser. Like he's just totally, and that that carries over into Curb. <laughs> yes, the idea that because yeah. that that obviously really happened that Jason Alexander read the character as like, oh, this guy's yeah, a pathetic yeah, freak. I'm going to play him that way. Well, Jason Alexander is a, is a, a very stereotypical actor. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was like season two where it may have been season three, but I think it was season two where they didn't use George for one episode. It was Jerry and Elaine went to Florida. And it's the episode, I think, where you got to see the baby. Elaine sleeping on the bar no. bed with the bad back and all. That oh, stuff. Okay. And there's no there's no George in that whole episode. George is not an episode. So George apparently called up. I think Larry and said something like, if you ever do an episode again without me in it, I quit. Like just, if you don't need George for an episode, then you just don't need George at all. Well, that's yeah. That was it. So they wrote George into every episode from that point on. I I will say like, you know, compared to like your, your friends and your, the office uh, curb is a difficult show 
to binge watch to like rewatch as the show you have on the in the background because almost every episode devolves into just four people simultaneously screaming at each other. It's really not like something you can just leave on the background while you're, while you're on Pornhub or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah, especially Pornhub. Um, I uh, I just started rewatching Curb again recently as well. Funny enough, um, but I'm not rewatching it from like season one or anything. I rewatched um, season one's rough. It looks like it's shot on like uh did like a uh, high eight. It, it looks, I mean, it looks like it's shot on fucking consumer cameras. It was probably like a digi beta, or something like that. Like 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 something. It looks like that quality. I don't know. Mini DV um, was yeah. Around. Felk, you were talking about it being weak. It's not just weak technically. Um, it's also like episodes like The Wire, which were you know important episodes in the beginning of Curb. You just look back at it and you're like, what was the purpose of that episode? It was it was like a squirrel died on the wire. Like, what was it? Again? I watched 20 minutes of the wire. I, I, I'm confident I will never watch the wire. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Not the wire. The show. I mean, the episode, the wire of Curb. Oh, no. That OK. Isn't yeah, season I, one have an episode called the wire? Yeah, I thought you were talking about the TV show, the wire. Because that's oh, what no. people think, think of when you I, say the wire. Yeah, no, I mean, Curb. I meant the episode. Uh, there's a Curb season one episode I thought called. The Wire or Wire. There might be. I don't know the episode titles at all, really. Um, but yeah, anyways, I just started rewatching or no, watching for the first time season nine. I missed all of season nine when it aired. I've seen season nine, but I haven't seen the new season, the newest season. Well, I watched nine in preparation for ten. Yeah. And I I'm uh I'm about two episodes behind on ten right now. All right. And I do think ten is getting a little ridiculous with his um whole like uh sex offender stuff going on like the harvey weinstein stuff yeah that was that was weird uh the the maga hat thing's weird uh in terms I of i love the maga hat. well nobody knows how to because trump re- fucking retweeted it so i i, I haven't seen I the episode it. but like everyone's like oh it's, it's making funny. fun of you and they're like well is it though i mean it, like no, nobody knows how to interpret it like no okay so if you're not like some kind of bleeding heart liberal and see a maga hat and immediately just get like just cringed up and disgusted and you have to run to your starbucks right away some people are, don't like that about the episode time. saying like it's not a laughing matter but if you could just regardless just watch it for the sake of it and not just be see like iconic images and like like I, I see a swastika and I know it's bad, but I don't immediately go like I can't watch it anymore. I can't don't watch anything the with the Nazi in it. You know, don't, I can't watch com- a movie with a Nazi. Don't compare the two. <laughs> so so I put on, you know, Curb and I see the MAGA hat and I'm just laughing. I think it's hilarious. L- Larry's using it in a great way. It's to avoid people. And it's because that's all Hollywood is, is a bunch of just liberals who just like see the most disgusting thing ever and they turn their back to it immediately. And they're making fun of, at the same time, liberals who oh, yeah. do this. Everybody's being made fun of in this process. And then when they showed the people who actually like support Trump in the, in the episode, they're wonderful people. They always come off right away a little bit aggressive. But then once they like, you know, they see the MAGA hat, they're immediately the most wonderful people. And they're like, oh, you take care. I love you. But like, it's it's hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. I've never seen one in person. And then I was in Vegas where there was a sea of them because the, the rally was the next day. And, and it was just like every 50th person had one on. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to see them in, in person. <laughs> I had fun. Seeing a MAGA hat in person? No, just to see like people wearing them in person. It's just like, wow, that guy's free. That must be how... They felt at Stonewall, <laughs> just being p- 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 proud of who you are and not backing down. Um, what was the other thing I just saw recently with a MAGA hat in it, but it wasn't MAGA hat. It was 
Oh, it was the uh, it was the new um, Jarmusch movie. All right, let's get off this. <laughs> the Dead Don't Die, I think. And I don't want to go uh, down Steve that Buscemi. wormhole. What? I don't want to go down a Jim no, Jarmusch no, no, wormhole. That, but there's a, it's funny. Uh, Steve Buscemi has a hat. That's something like that. And the, uh, and they, of course, he's a horrible human being. Like he's the most, of course, <laughs> terrible human being ever in that movie. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Jim Jarmusch's films. All right, let's move on. Really? I like Coffee and Cigarettes. I thought that's a really good one. All right. This is a. We're we're we're, we're done. All right, move on. Episode over. Uh, Live from Cool Boys Central. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome oh, to installment of the <gasps> cool boys podcast. You know what they say. Want to hear a joke? Guess what? Santa, when you were sleeping, put a truck in your mouth, and then you swallowed it, and then you had to poop it out, and then flush it down. But guess what? You don't know he put a truck in your butt, too, and now you couldn't poop the truck out. What? Okay. I'm Phelan. What is that? What is that? And, I, and I'm Ballard. Uh, that's a joke my son told me. That's almost verbatim what he said. Well, okay, so that's not even from a movie? That's just, no, it's just that's just toddler gibberish. Yeah, it's just a toddler joke. Yeah, it's a joke from a four year old. He thought it was funny that the idea that you would have to like swallow it and poop it out and flush it down. But then you guess what? You didn't do any of those things. This is Forky's fault. This is because Forky fucking showed your son what, where, where food goes. <laughs> yeah. And how the digestive system works. Exactly. Thank you, Forky. No, Forky's fucking being a bad influence. No, it's a great influence. That's a great joke. Before you know it, he'll be asking you to go to Drag Queen Story Hour, the local fucking NorCal library. I'm sure you guys have those up there. If he <sighs> wants to, he can. I know. Welcome to Bernie's America. <laughs> the Democratic debate's going on right now. We're, I, I'm, I'm missing it. No, it's not. It's over. I just finished. Yeah, I think. It, 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 yeah, it's but, over. Yeah. Well, I missed it in preparation for this episode because I was shitting. <laughs> uh, so I don't really watch them. I just I just stay on Twitter while while they're going on and see see what happens. See Mike Bloomberg, what, Mike Bloomberg accidentally admitted to buying seats for Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Tom Steyer did some kind of faux pas. Amy Klobuchar may have said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love Amy. She's been up on these debates. She's not terrible. And she's just been like, can I say something? I want to say something. And they're like, move it on. I, she, uh, unfortunately, as great as you could maybe be as president, I don't want a president that keeps asking to say something. No. I don't want somebody as president that's going to be like, can I say something? Can I just say one thing real quick? And it's like, everyone else is bulldozing you. You're not going to be a good president. Joe Biden's lost his fucking, he's, he's, got, he's gone Joe senile Biden, in the last six months. It's great. Joe Biden is a dog-faced pony soldier. He is he's horrible. Lying dog-faced like, pony soldier. You're, you're fat. You, he called one guy like a fat ass or a lard ass or something like that. No, he said, look, fat. <laughs> yeah, then answer the guy's question. Yeah. yeah, and then he like, there's there's like all of these videos of him online of opening people's coats and then punching them in the chest. Yeah. It is the weirdest thing. He will open your coat, like if you're wearing a button down, right? Or you're just wearing like a trench coat or a suit coat. He'll unbutton it real quick and then he'll punch you in the chest or right in the solar plexus. 
I don't understand what he is doing, but he is an old man no. from an outdated era. He is absolutely slowing, slowly losing his mind on in front of all of us. Yeah, no, he just the, the latest one was he watch. said he said like I'm Joe Biden, I'm running for Senate. If you don't let me vote for the other Biden, like what? <laughs> what is what are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, uh, yeah. He gave some inaccuracies. <laughs> he also said that, like, in the last year, 150 million gun deaths during the debate, apparently. Well, I was just like, okay. have, you heard the, I felt, have you heard the new one where he said he's been to South Africa and he was arrested under the apartheid along with the ambassador for the United States because of Mandela? Yeah. He, he, he's, he's making shit up. People, this no, is no, I'll be honest with you. I'd still rather have Joe Biden be president than Bernie Sanders. Fuck I'm that. I'm way oh, less no, scared I will of the Biden administration. I will I never vote for Biden. I will never vote for Biden. I love that he Biden. He won't do anything. He won't do anything for four years. He'll probably not like live that long. I don't. Yeah. And I don't want anyone. He's been. I don't want his vice president, his running mate to become president. Like, I don't. I, you vote for president. You don't vote for the vice president. You don't vote for Veep. So like, but Biden, like he's. He's been caught on saying things like he marched with civil rights, like marches in the 60s when he didn't do any of that shit. He, yeah. Like he's he has he, he's been, you know, apparently allegedly a sex offender amongst people that, you know, that are in the know in politics. Really likes kissing his granddaughter on the lips. That's weird. Uh, oh, it's just weird. That's weird. What's the other thing that Biden does that I don't? Oh yeah, my favorite thing is uh, is that uh, someone was telling I forget what it was. It was like someone was telling him like, you know, oh Bernie, you know, says he's friends with Obama or something, and then Biden immediately was like, Bernie's not friends with Obama. I know, like, like I don't know who all of Obama's friends are. I have a catalog of Obama's friends. He might. And I mean, look, just, you know who pathetic. I want to, to be president, so it's not really. Tulsi, this, is, this isn't my fight. What? Tulsi Gabbard. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, Gary more so Johnson. than a lot of other people. What? Gary Johnson? No. Tom Steyer. Uh, none of these people are legitimate candidates. I'm talking about people who could legitimately win. Uh, people who, uh, I, I like Tulsi, but, you know, I don't agree with all you're of white. politics. You're a white man in America, and you're just going to blatantly say, like, who you're going to vote for? That is unbeknownst to white men everywhere i i know gay white men and i obviously know who they're going to vote for yeah but they still won't tell me who they're voting I for i didn't they say still anything keep it I, didn't, I didn't admit anything He's well just, you yeah. just alluded quite heavily to who you'd vote for by all, all everything you said if you just you know weed it out it'd be nice if the economy the didn't collapse uh right as i'm, I'm trying to make money <laughs> in this world mm -hmm. it'd be nice if we still have an economy for a while I think at this point, the cool boys lexicon, they can try to figure out my politics. And yes, I am a libertarian leading fucking uh, conservative, but uh, you are, you know, but my dots right in the middle of the lower right hand quadrant. I love your dots. I'd like to know where your dot is. You'll never know my dot. <laughs> One of these because days, I'm going to keep it. For I might pull an audible Ballard and just and just see if I can I can coerce you through Skype. It'll be tough because I can't really make you do anything to, <laughs> to, to do the uh, political <laughs> compass test live live on the air. I just want to know on a scale of one to five, whether or not you think uh, from each according to his ability to each according to his need or their need uh, you agree with. Yeah, I strongly disagree with that. <laughs> I, I I I will not answer. I keep I'm gonna keep it aloof. Yeah. You'll never know how I lean. You can't fucking keep delivering pizzas when when I'm delivering pizzas. When I the no National opinion. Pizza Service only hires people who have a 
specific qualifications. <laughs> oh, you don't have a pizza delivery license from the fucking Ministry of Pizza? Sorry. Yep. I guess you're retired as a pizza delivery driver. Though, I'll so die really from COVID-19 by then anyways. They'll slash your fucking pizza retirement benefits. <gasps> don't take my 401k pizza. Give them to the fucking undocumented pizza delivery drivers. <laughs> Driving around in their undocumented vehicles. Well, their vehicles are often more documented than they are. Okay, so this is something that, like, uh, uh, when I was growing up, like, I, I, I grew up in near Santa Cruz, but um, one of the things I had is I had a lot of family that worked construction and were contractors and things like that. Some have passed on. Actually, they've all passed on. Um and uh, so anyways, when they were there working uh, as contractors, they would have, you know, employees that were potentially undocumented. And yeah. And, and in the process, sometimes with these uh, undocumented employees, what's the do, address of this place of business? They uh, well, I don't know. They're, con- they're con- construction jobs. There's no address. The address is where they where they showed up that day. Right. Yeah. So anyways, so like they, they're these employees. Right. And what happened is, is these employees didn't last long. And. And they would, like, you know, get into a car accident in Watsonville, California, and they would just get out of the car. And rather than, like, dealing with anything ha- with that accident, just sprint immediately. Oh, yeah, I've seen that happen, like too. A straight line, the furthest direction away from the accident possible. Their uh, insurance policy is cut and run. <laughs> it, exactly. It was, and so the car was just abandoned because the cars weren't attached to anybody. Fucking Tuco's cousins so, come by later yeah. and... Set the whole thing on on fire. Tuco, yeah. Oh, Tuco and Nacho. Uh, who's Nacho? Nacho's from Better Call Saul. We don't know what's going to happen to Nacho. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nacho's Voss from uh, Far Cry Three. Okay, yeah. I don't. I, I, yes. I'm catching up on Better Call Saul, and and uh, it's great show. Uh, it's it's got this fucking Star Wars prequel problem where like everything no, interesting no. happens is a reference to Breaking Bad. I love no, Breaking Bad, no. but like. I didn't need to know how Hector Salamonico wound up fucking uh, paralyzed from a stroke. Like I, I, I didn't need, I didn't need that backstory. No, but they turned it into interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't just like they went through the motions like Star Wars prequels did. They actually made it interesting storylines. But I disagree because the Star Wars prequels they delivered you a whole bunch of characters you knew where they were going. I've always said the Star Wars prequels would have benefited if they had two Jedi's, you know, that were essentially best friends of Anakin's and Padme's, and those Jedi's. You know, died, and though we should have had people that were completely original, brand new characters that we just didn't know their fate. You talking about and Nacho? Better, because the two main characters of Better Call Saul exactly. are, 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 so Nacho are Saul and, and Mike, and we know what happens. Nacho, Kim, and um, and 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 uh, and uh, Jimmy's brother—I forget his name. We didn't know the fates of those characters. We also don't know the fates of of the characters of um of the of of Howard and things like that. So like those are characters I'm really attached to, along with Nacho, right? Like we don't. The know new the characters are good. Characters. It's, it's just again they feel like they're swallowed up in, in, in the too much of the backstory so. through Gus's rise through the ranks. And, I will and I, say I Gus shouldn't be involved. Mike shouldn't be involved. It should just be a story about Jimmy McGill becoming Saul. And instead we got two shows. We got the better call Saul show. And then we got the breaking bad prequel. And the, and they have so little to do with huh. each other, except sometimes Mike talks to Saul. Uh, Jimmy. Yeah. I, 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 I can see that point after like season three. Yeah. I've, I've seen season three. I'm in season four right now, which just came to Netflix. Okay, and five is what's airing right now on TV. Yeah, uh, just started airing this week. So, yeah. and by um, the way, the Netflix fucking descriptions uh, spoiled that uh, Chuck died. Oh, Chuck, that's right. It's the same Chuck. That's right. Okay, yeah. 
Oh, that sucks. They spoiled that in the fucking description? Yeah, they spoiled that in the description. Because you, it, 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 it's left ambiguous at the end of season three. And then season four, it's like obviously supposed to be a big surprise. But then like this, the season five, in the fallout, episode five description, which is visible in the row when you're looking at the first episode. So if you just look down at the bottom, it says, after yeah, Chuck's death, mean, yeah. it's like, whoa, come on, Netflix. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, they shouldn't do that. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. That, well, okay. That being said, I do, I do see that point. After season three of Better Call Saul, yes, it does start making its way more into a Breaking Bad world. And yes, we are in. How did certain things happen? Like, how did Saul become, you know, wheelchair bound? How did Gus build this giant lab underground? How did Gus meet Mike? Yeah, watching, how watching. Did, by know, the way, watching more of it reminded me. Oh yeah, the backstory that hasn't really been touched too much in Breaking Better Call Saul for Gus Fring. They imply that he was a general under uh, uh, Pinochet in Chile. So that's, he became like he, he then he immigrated to Mexico, got a different identity and then to the United States. Yep. Uh, so he's a fucking hiding out war criminal in Breaking Bad. And Star Wars is we need a fucking villain for our Star Wars show. Let's yeah, create a yeah, character yeah. who's a war criminal who's hiding out and have him played yes. exactly the same way by the exact same actor. So we talked about that in our Mandalorian spoiler cast. Um, and yeah, I totally agree with you. And I felt the exact same way when I saw that. I was I it's cheap. It feels like a cheat. And it, but it is what it is, and he's a great actor. And so, I mean, I'm not going to hate the fact that I'm going to see more Gus because I know that, you know, Better Call Saul is going to end, and I, I, I'll get more Gus somehow. Yeah. But um, did you – so you, I, don't, I don't know if this is a spoiler for you. There's a little bit more to Gus's backstory that I don't know if you know then. Yeah, don't don't spoils. I, I, I'm I'm still eagerly watching just because I love Breaking Bad so goddamn much that even, even now I feel like we're in the – Expanded universe of Breaking Bad because now it's not just Better Call Saul; it's also El Camino. Uh, that there's now an actual universe, and for all I know, there could Nacho could survive, and there could be you know Nacho Vidal or whatever. <laughs> fucking mm -hmm. is the, is the the next one? That's the name of a porn star. Will 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 not be it's discussing it, tonight. It, it, it turns out that's him. <laughs> no, this is just that, I'm just coming thinking of whatever that, that the Nacho spinoff show could be. Uh, honestly, the storyline that I want to know about is what's happening to fucking uh, to, to Saul after the events of Breaking Bad. And instead, I get mm -hmm. one minute per season. Holy crap. The season premiere uh, for season five. Yeah. They spent some time in that black and white. world oh, really? A little bit. Yeah. Interesting. It was good. I'm not going to I'm not going to wait another fucking two years until now because Netflix is a really weird, slow thing where they the episode, the season was delayed for some reason, I think, because it took like way too long for Netflix to get season four. Mm -hmm. I'm Interesting. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to wait. I'll watch it by other means. You'll have a friend uh, help torrent it for you. Whatever it takes. Well, <laughs> Captain America. Yeah. The one thing that's a value on Disney Plus. I need to cancel Disney Plus, man. I don't know what the fuck I have it for anymore. Well, you're going to get it again for later, right? When does when does Winter Soldier and Black Falcon start? You've got until May? next fall. May. You've got I until think. this fall. Oh, really? That I don't late? think it's even going to come out May. I don't think it, I think they're going to push that to the end of the year. You still have no release Right day. now, Disney Plus is doing a lot of shifting. All right, let's just do this episode.
So what? Well, let's get into the uh, show topic then. Have we said so cool and all that other stuff? Oh, so cool. <laughs> well, right. cool boys, I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Yeah. Time to move on to our cool boys show topic is what I always like to say. You do. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We got to keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. No sweat. So cool. Uh, tonight's episode is about, sort of, uh, stars gone hardcore. <gasps> what kind of stars? Well, well, I guess we'll see because we're going to look up a uh, Wikipedia list of mainstream actors who have appeared in pornographic films. Wikipedia and, uh, list? That sounds not comprehensive. Aw, too bad. <laughs> that many. No, here's the thing about the Wikipedia list. So... I didn't have time to really go hunting, but I know there's a lot more than this list yeah. of at least I would consider stars. Now here, let's just kind of describe our, our, our stars. What does it mean? So in one form, we're going to talk about Hollywood stars, celebrity types that have either done porn first and then made their way into Hollywood or went to Hollywood first and then made their way into porn, usually child stars. Then we're also going to describe Playboy stars, maybe, that have also become hardcore. Going down this list, though, like, where, where, the, fuck is, uh, where the fuck is Kim Kardashian on this list? Okay, now, Felk, that's a celebrity sex tape. No, it's not. coming out. That's next week's video, uh, um, conversation. Is it? Oh, yeah, we're separate. Okay, well then I have to wait until next episode to explain why celebrity sex tapes aren't, of course, a thing, and those are. Just You're gonna have to wait movies. a whole week, a whole week, to talk about that. Yeah, celebrity sex tapes aren't a thing. That that's they they were all made fully knowing that they were going to be distributed and making money off their distribution. Uh, the so, idea that somebody makes a sex tape and then don't, vivid. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, don't waste celebrity sex tape conversation in this episode. We have very little time left of this episode. And then Vivid can just release them, and you oh you can't sue and take they all the all have to sign contracts. Of course, they, they all, all sign contracts. contracts that prove that they've that they're older than eighteen when they film the content, and they all get a little cut. Everyone's making money on those sex tapes, but nonetheless, they're celebrity sex tapes, and that's next week. All right. Well, I guess we'll do celebrity sex tapes next week. I know. I, I mean, Maitland Ward was the is kind of the the big one, and that she just, just said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to do that whole pretend it's a sex tape thing." Even though it was filmed, her first early stuff was filmed the same way as uh, what's the name, uh, Farrah Abrams, Gonzo. Farrah Abrahams. She was doing Gonzo, I thought, in a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she wasn't pretending that, uh, but like, she just didn't do the step where you pretend. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing that I got out there. I didn't mean for that. That was a private tape. Cash my check. Yeah. See, people are talking about. Yeah. Me now. So there. So this is this is this is going to be difficult to to, to navigate these waters. Um, That's why I, I just bro bro broached it and, and, and brought it up in this episode, and we'll reiterate it when we get into the next one. If we remember to, I guess. So, Felk, just before we get into this, kind of the thing that I guess was the origin for us, the genesis for us for this, for me at least, was I just love talking naked celebrities and have my entire life. I made hot chick, like, sex tape 
fucking things or whatever, where I would just take a bunch of like splice sex scenes from different fucking movies and put them onto one VHS. So I had it somewhere and I didn't even know what I wanted to do with this before I masturbated. I just liked having all these naked women in one area on this tape. So all these years I've been doing this and I've, I've, I fell in love eventually with this one woman named Helen Mirren. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, folks like, Ballard, you know about Caligula? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I kind of know about Caligula, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. Oh, wait, Helen Mirren's in it. Oh, it's a fucking straight up porno, heavily produced porno. It's not. It's like five minutes of porn in a three hour movie. I went and got it, Felk. And it is graphic. Yeah. It is graphic. It is. It is like Nymphomania. It's like what? Have you seen Nymphomania? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I've seen the scenes of Nymphomania. Nymph- yeah, yeah so like, there's that scene where it's like Shia LaBeouf's dick, but it might not be his dick because it's like apparently like it's a stunt cock. It's but James Dean's face dick, is- yeah, yeah, and Stoya were the the body doubles, yeah. So yeah, anyways, um, so Caligula's like that. It's like hardcore sex scenes and blowjobs and like dicks and mouths in one orgy scene that lasts like five minutes. But Helen Mirren doesn't ever get involved, like, really. No. She There's one scene where she's kind of heavy petting another woman. She's topless. I think she's fully nude in the movie, but she doesn't do sex stuff. Yeah, but she never really does sex stuff. And I think when she is fully nude, it, sometimes there's, like, a little bit of, like, there's, like, a lacy cover in front of her. And she's definitely wearing, like, a merkin if she's not just rocking a major bush. Malcolm McDowell, however, Caligula and uh, Clockwork Orange, the dude's a psycho. I think he's very controlled uh, and very much a I'll do anything kind of actor. He's a great actor. Dude, he unleashes in Caligula. Yeah. There's a point where he fucking like uh, rapes a virgin and then he fists a dude in the asshole in the same scene. Hmm. And he like after he like covers his hand in like lard and he shoves it in the dude's ass and he pulls it out. And then the lard is like white lard on the hand still and blood. Yeah. It's fucking horribly graphic. Anyways, got me hard. So we wanted to talk more sex stuff with celebrities. That's how we got into this conversation. Now, at the very top of this Wikipedia (laughs) list, of course, is Caligula. Yeah. In a subcategory called appearances and non-sexual roles, that I thought we could just skip because it doesn't really apply because none of the people in it did porn. I mean, but they, but they didn't have movies sh- that discuss things that are porn. Yeah. Like the next one down is Aldo Ray in what movie? Deep Throat, which is an incredibly pornographic film. It's an early porn. I don't know who Aldo Ray is. Yeah, I don't know, but that person was in a celebrity and they got naked in an I mean, I watch, role. I fucking watch uh, Best of the Worst on Red Letter Media, so I sure as fuck know who Cameron Mitchell is, but uh, I did not know he yep. was in a single porno. Uh, and those called? scenes with the. Uh, oh, it's called Dixie Ray, Hollywood Star. Hollywood Star. All right, I have to read all of them. <laughs> and Wait, uh, that sounds like, what's the, what was that one called? Dixie Child, Ch- uh, Hollywood Child Star? What was it called? Dick. Dick Roberts. It was like starring like Nick Swordsman or something or uh, oh, Dick. Kirby yeah. Dickie Roberts, uh, uh, Dick- child star or something like that. Dude, that's referencing Dixie Ray, Hollywood star. Probably. That's gotta be that. Okay. So anyways, Cameron Mitchell, because he had red letter media and, uh, and best of the worst. He, I guess he did this, all this fucking with John Leslie. Yeah. Oh, Ca- Aldo Ray didn't fucking deep throat. He fucked in sweet savage. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. And then the last one is Kimbo Slice, 
made a cameo appearance in a video for Street Blowjobs, a site owned by Reality Kings, featuring a blonde woman named Melanie. Yeah, that's, Kimbo these Slice, do you know who that is? He's a, he's a rapper, I think. No, no, he was a, or maybe he did some rapping. He was an MMA fighter who started doing backyard fights, got famous, got into a few small gigs for venues, then came to UFC and got his ass beaten, and then he died. Yeah, it's, uh, I, maybe it's because it's, I, I don't know his real name, but is War Machine not on this list? War Machine? You mean uh, uh, the guy that uh, beat the shit out of fucking... Christy Mack. What's her name? Yeah, Christy Mack. Yeah, he was a UFC star. Uh, like, I, was he? Was he? A, was he an action star that was in a hardcore sex scene? He did a lot of. Oh yeah, he did porn. He did porn. He, 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 he did porn. Yeah, he's he's definitely done porn. He did scenes with uh, uh, oh, I forget her name now. Um, Av Scott. Uh, and and also did scenes with Christy Mack too. So he he's definitely I've seen porn he's done, which is you know. I wonder if that's been pulled from Pornhub. I've never seen anything with him. I think I would have noticed him too. He might be on this list just by his real name. I, I haven't gone down it. Interesting. Okay, him. so Kimbo Slice was a homeless man that was taken advantage of, and it's sad, and I guess porn took advantage of him too. Thank you, Reality Kings. Now, let's get into appearances in sexual roles. These are people that did the fucking... Okay, John Bailey? Uh, yep. I, apparently He's known from for the, the role fucking of... show called Wonder Bug. In a recurring role in Happy Days was uh, performed oh, yes. in, uh, I don't see the, the name of the porno on here. Uh, several pornographic films, I guess. Under yeah. the pseudonym. Jack Baker. Jack Baker. That's a great action name. Lily Karate, a star of Italian cinema, starred in several pornographic films in the 1980s. Don't know who that is. All right. Should we be looking these people up and seeing if they're no, hot at we, least? We have, no, no I'm, I'm, we're trying to burn down this list here. We got a whole other okay, second list oh, after well, this. Because I know you're going to have a lot to say about, about the, the Playboy girls, but but I hopefully you don't have anything to say about Lily Karate. Uh, but you do have something She's to hot. say, I'm sure, about Maitland Ward. Who uh, I have one thing to say about Maitland Ward. Oh, I have a lot to say she about She doesn't Maitland. do it for me. No. I, I, I do see her in stills, and I think, yeah, you're attractive, but something about it, she doesn't do it for me. She... Uh, too much interracial. Again, the market. If you just look at the the market of how how many how many uh, heterosexual black men are in America, it's like eight uh, percent. You know, so maybe four percent of the porn viewing community. It just feels like you know, you got to aim for the bigger percentages. She's never fucked an Asian guy. What's that about? Only white guys oh, and black know. guys. I love black. I love black.com. Black yeah, she Raw. just does too much of it. And more than that, she did one scene with Manuel Ferrar where she finally licked ass, which is good because every girl needs to do that now. If you're not going to lick ass, you don't even fucking think about going. So the, not, every, not every girl needs black cock, but every girl needs to lick ass. Yes. That's what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying that I, I'm saying that there's some girls who gravitate to do too many interracial scenes in, in terms mm. of just like diversity of work. Like you're, you're really only you're, you're limiting yourself because again, plenty of, plenty of white guys have no problem imagining that their dick is somehow black for me. I can't, I can't do that. I mean, I, I would prefer that to never even see the face of the man. And I would certainly not. And I, like I said, it really takes me out of the scene when they're not circumcised because I mean, Hey, look, I have conflicted opinions on circumcision. I have had it done. Obviously. I mean, I don't remember it. But I've had girls look at my cock and seen seen where the you could tell where the foreskin was, and they was like, "You were butchered. 
so much sensation was just taken away from you. You'll never get to experience what it would have felt like if you had all that left. And, and, and like every time I see a circumcised, an uncircumcised penis fucking with this big old force skin and porn, I think about that. I think about being told that what I'm missing out on uh, is and every time I, you know, I, I have to pretend I have a black cock and porn. I think about all the racial injustice that's happened throughout throughout history. <laughs> and I don't want to be reminded of these things when I'm jacking off. I just want to pretend that's my cock and, and, and get to enjoy it. And, and, and that's why I'm saying that some girls just, <laughs> you know, do more porn that I can empathize with more directly. Just felk. Uh, just that, because yeah, there's uh, too much, too many girls have a, a disproportionate uh, percentage of their output is stuff that I, I am, there's that barrier of entry for me. But I will say this about Maitland Ward, uh, specifically, her scene with Manuel Ferrara, she gets fucked doggy style. Manuel does uh, his Raw series. He, it's mostly POV, which is great. It's, it's Raw, as the name implies, meaning the girls don't really wear too much makeup or anything like that. It's, this is real. Yet, I notice as she's bending over, she's got a tailbone that, it's like a full, like, digit like right above her ass popping out really? it looks like a tail all right hang on i'm gonna watch this real quick you, you're not gonna find you're not gonna find that wait you're talking about maitland ward on uh with uh with the uh, manual ferrera i can't find that not that specific shot no i'm gonna actually watch the video there it is uh, okay all right here we go i found it already for you is it 45 minutes and 53 seconds long well I i'm just finding a clip of it but that's all you need uh, you right, show so me. I closed. I closed. I closed. I closed the window. Oh yeah, that's a huge tailbone. See that? Crazy. I'm not a big fan of her tat. Doesn't that look like there's something raw, like a, an actual human tail? Yeah, it does. Maybe that's why she wanted to do porn, or maybe she doesn't realize because she doesn't watch her own like you know performances back because she's like one of those actresses. She's like, I don't watch myself. I'm just saying that took me out of the scene immensely i mean more so than any foreskin ever could just thinking that i'm fucking a girl with a tail yeah and, and it's just like you know she's she's got to be in her late 30s she's starting porn the only reason she's getting work consistently and and bookings at the price that she's probably asking for is because she was on this fucking boys meet world show guess what show i never watched a single episode of Boy Meets World? Boy Meets World. I have no idea what the fuck it is. I have no idea who the fuck she played, and I don't fucking care. So, And she pops up on Pornhub a lot. So does Zev Bellringer, who's like another fucking girl. Like, like every, every fucking day, she's got a new video on Pornhub. I don't care. I don't know who she is. She's not that hot. She, she, does she have some claim to fame outside of porn? She must, because that, that's how I, obviously, when I looked up Maitland Ward and find out why the fuck everyone was losing her shit whenever she just did like one fucking boy-girl scene, I'm like, what, who cares? It's why is she popular? She was on Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. don't know what that is. I think she did live camming for a while too, and then she did like live shows, and then I think she made her way into full on like porno where she was being filmed in real studio scenes and things like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, she didn't cheat. Like I said, she she has been upfront about like, yes, I'm gradually going into porn, like because. It was Farrah fucking Abrams or whatever her name was, the the girl from Team Mom or whatever that show was. Yeah, it was. was. You're right. You're right. Farrah Abrams. Yeah. Uh, who, who, you know, she did, she did a celebrity sex tape, which I guess we'll discuss next episode. Uh, hired a porn star, 
lied, who was James Dean, lied and said they were dating. James Dean, of course, is under no contract other than to, to fuck her when she paid him. So she's he's like, uh, I was never dating her. She paid me. I don't know what the fuck this is. This is weird. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and then she's you know like, oh, my God, I can't believe this video. Even though I, I this video came out, I didn't want it to come out, even though I have an open contract with Vivid and Vivid's not really interested in doing this charade anymore for celebrities of my, my uh, level. And then she farts, farts, starts fucking doing like uh, doing uh, clubs like strip clubs. The, yeah, the regular touring like any other porn star would start sh- going to fucking uh, AVN and going to the fucking uh, sex expos and stuff. And it's like Maitland Ward at least was upfront about it. But there's still that tinge that like, oh, I'm doing my first scene with looking an ass and it's so special. It's like, she still has this thing where like it feels like she can do it's a big deal when she does porn mm. and maybe if you were a fucking person who grew up watching boy meets world and had a crush on her i could see that being there but uh th- that that show was uh i don't know i don't know when the fuck it was on i think i think it was on like 90s yeah it, it was like i i should have been a fan but I, I think i just didn't uh i didn't get into it there's a lot of things that i that i missed growing up because i didn't have cable for a while yeah, well, there's another person we're going to talk about later that was actually uh, on television about the same time, uh, a little earlier, uh, same channel, ABC, Child Star also made their way into porn. Uh, they're, they're like maybe four or five down the list from where we're at right now. And um, and uh, yeah, but no no claim to fame, even as a porn star. So, I mean, Maitland, she's, she's marketing herself well. She's getting it out there and she's utilizing the fact that she was a Boy Meets World girl and that she's doing this. Um, Boy Meets World is a doing like a reboot on Disney or something like that called Girl Meets World, and it's about Ben Savage's daughter. I wonder if, is Maitland Ward in that show? I can't, can't imagine she's be. no, no. I can't imagine Disney would let her. Back yeah, in. run around doing all this other shit in the process. It's but, probably sad because she probably wishes that she could be on that show, but now she she can't, can't. because and she made her decision. Um, but like, is, who would have known it, back then? Only yeah, back no, in yeah. 2000, 2017 or whenever she started porn, that there was going to be a resurgence of of Girl Meets World in two thousand seventeen. Well, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know <laughs> if she was year. a big enough character on Boy Meets World to actually weren't coming back. She right. was pretty big, I think. What I was going to say about Farrah Abraham, it's sad, is that uh, yeah, James Dean did did like disown her. And the funny thing is, is the video is clearly designed to be a a fake sex tape. Like, it's designed that way. Like, they talk to each other like they're boyfriend and girlfriend. But it's, like, clearly no way this is a sex tape that someone's actually, like, set up. He's not like even it. playing along. He's just like, He's okay. He's along a little bit. But yeah. they, like, it's it's a, it's it's not it's not real at all. And then, so, of course, the idea was, like, it's just like any other fantasy. They're doing a sex tape fantasy. And then, yeah, she went too far with it. Yeah, it's pretty sad. And he's That's just like, week. what the fuck are you talking about? But then she's claimed later, just so you know. That because it got out there, the tape, right? It got out there. And because it was so popular, she started doing the AVN circuit just to get, you know, signatures and just to, yeah. you know, show she, face. She went full retard. Because she started having fans. She is the equivalent to uh, Sean Penn's performance in I Am Sam, where <laughs> she broke the grift for everybody by doing it too hard and too obvious. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even Courtney Stodden was almost too obvious. Courtney Stodden was another one where it's just like, all right, we're come on. We're, and, and that one pissed me off because she didn't even get fucked in it. 
no, no, no. They're they're all videos for her husband. Yeah. Right? That's the concept of the Courtney Stodden ones. Once again, something we can probably get into next week. Okay, so next on the list after Maitland Ward is... Jackie Chan. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know about that one. I didn't. Dude, I have one thing to think about this. The end of every Jackie Chan fucking movie is a blooper reel with his stunt team running in. Is there a potential that he bent his cock in the middle of fucking and the stunt team just runs in real quick and then Jackie gets wheeled off doing a thumbs up? Start, Chan starred in a comedy adult film All in the Family uh, in which Chan appears in his first nude sex scene. And I like this ending. It is the only film he has made to date without a single fight scene or stunt sequence. Yeah, but he must have still had his stunt team. They're there every movie. I think he didn't have them yet. Felk, this is 1975. When did Jackie start doing films? He started doing movies early. I don't know. He's an old man. He is old. I never really cared about Jackie Chan. Early appearances, 1962 through 1975. Early leading roles, 1976. Immediately after this porno, he got leading roles. So it pays yeah, to does. do porn, clearly. Uh, okay, I don't know who Millie Diabracchio is. Another Italian. Italian, switching to porn late 80s. Dustin Diamond. Now, how is this one on this list and not on the sex tape list? Because he's maintaining that this also was a sex tape. Although maybe he was overt about like, yeah, I'm he releasing it. He released it. He released it himself. Okay, that's that's yes. why it's it doesn't count he as a celebrity sex tape. made this as a porno. This wasn't like, I'm going to make this and store it in my vault. But so did Kim <gasps> Kardashian. Oh, no. A friend of mine somehow leaked it to the biggest fucking CEO of Vivid. Ah, You know, like, this is like Screech being like, yeah. This is a Screech tape, and it's called Screeched, Saved by the Smell. Okay. So, uh, Jamie Foxworth. There we go. Here we are. This is a big deal. No, it's not. It's not Jamie Foxx. It's some other guy. No, it's I've not Jamie Foxx. It's Jamie Foxworth. And just so we're clear, Jamie Foxworth, Felk, is something that I have been plagued my whole life by. So, when I was a young boy, I used to watch on every Friday night this thing called TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday, or thank God it's Friday. And one of these shows I love so much was about a family in Illinois, in Chicago, in the suburbs. And there, this family lived a Family Matters-esque life. And they had a husband and a mother and a couple kids. They had a son and two daughters. Yeah, who was she? <laughs> well, guess what, Felk? One of these daughters, her name was... You guessed it. Did you guess it? No, I didn't watch that. I, I mean, I don't remember that show. I did watch it. You don't remember this show at all? No, I remember Oracle. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Family Matters <laughs> is the name of the show, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, anyways. So I found Urkel really annoying. I, I, I never I never got in. Like, I, I found the show unpleasant because of the character. I can't believe you didn't know who she was. No, I don't. Wow, that's so crazy. Anyway, anyways, so yeah, she she look at her porn right now. She's got a, a eyebrow piercing. You're looking at her porn right now. Yeah, she's credited as Crave. Ooh, I've never seen it. Now I've never seen her porn. So this is Judy. We're talking about Judy Winslow here. Judy wow, Winslow. she's hot. She's hot now. And so what happened is she was on the show and she barely got roles in the show and. And mostly was just given like small little bit lines to say, kind of punch lines, and that's about it, right? Sting the joke and sting us to break kind of moments. Unfortunately, you hit it, Felk. Urkelmania was sweeping the nation. And Jail Jaleel Jaleel White, he fucking crushed it as Steve Urkel. Well, all of a sudden, Jamie Foxworth is like, I'm not getting any more screen time. 
and I'm a fucking Winslow. What the hell's going on here? So she marched up to the fucking, you know, bosses, and she goes up the stairs, as they say. She never came back down. She wanted that raise. They said goodbye. So the character of Judy Winslow just disappeared, Felk. I remember when she just disappeared, because I remember thinking and asking my family and bringing it up to friends at the playground, going, where's Judy? If there was Twitter at the time and I had Twitter, I would have said, hashtag, where's Judy? Give me Jimmy, give me Judy Winslow. Like, what the fuck was, she's just gone. She literally was just gone. So not until I did my tiny little research for this episode did I find out that Jamie Foxworth from Family Matters, Judy Winslow, had grown up and because Steve yeah, look her up. Town, she, she, she's done a lot of she porn. She moved out of town and went to porn. It's yeah. all she's it's uh, she she is a African American woman, and all of her scenes seem to be with uh, very large dicked African American men. She does seem to take facials. She's got a eyebrow piercing, uh, but it really seems like there's only two porn movies that she did uh, legitimately, and everybody wants to do clips of it. Maybe there's three. Maybe those were different ones. I can't tell. They look like the same setting. She eventually spoke with Oprah Winfrey on the Oprah show years later. Yeah. And Foxworth detailed her foray into CD industry all began with a swimsuit calendar. From there, she realized she could make so much more on camera, agreeing to shoot an explicit sex scene with another actor. Yeah, the calendar, that is how they get you. Because the calendar world is like, there's, if you look on like, Craigslist, or at least if you did, like a, a long time ago, like there was a disproportionate amount of casting calls for calendars. And this was well into, you know, the digital age when no sane person keeps a physical calendar on their fucking wall, mm -hmm. uh, let alone one with girls like in, in thongs, because most calendars are in work environments. Yeah, well, calendars like are, are a great way to like pretend like your photo shoots legit. Yeah. You know, and, and not just to get this girl naked in front of your camera and then beat off to your shit later. I mean, Terry Richardson at least knew what he was doing. He like just promised to beat off to him in front of him. When I was like six years old, I think like my uh, I was my mom was driving me and like had like a flat tire or something, and we we so we were in like a kind of middle of nowhere fucking tire store getting the changed and is like, oh, you know, your son can wait in the, the fucking office. No one's in there. And, and there was a, like a penthouse calendar. And I just stared at that fucking one image for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Trying to figure out if, if I could get get the tack out and look at the other pages. So uh, um, for you can't me, do that was, anymore. No, no if, any mechanic anywhere in America did that now. They would be sued for rape. So when I was a kid, it was the barbershop. Oh, really? The barbershop had porno on the uh, magazine rack on the wall. And uh, I could see Playboys and like in Penthouse, like the, the the tops of them, really, you know? You jack off under the barber sheet while you're getting uh, the, the, you know, the fucking hair sheet. You, you can just look at porn, jack off, and get your hair cut because it was fucking 1950. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> back when, yeah, back when you were so a baby gross. boy. <laughs> that sounds so disgusting. It sounds like eating potato chips and masturbating at the same time. Fucking have a pack of lucky cigarettes and a steak for breakfast go to the barbershop do a quick cut and jerk go home to your family get on a plane the next day to fucking salt lake city and you have a, a separate family there <laughs> because it's 1950 and everything's fucking weird and, and nah, insane. i don't get that i don't understand how the hell in in like the idea of like having separate families is easier 
Like, why would anybody put that on themselves? That's so much stress. Because in 1950, you could get away. All you had to do was keep the fucking lipstick off your collar, and you could have two wives across the country if your job required you to travel a lot. Because a lot of, you know, wives didn't fucking ask what you make. But why would you want two wives? I can understand why you want two wives. I can't understand why you want two like full families with kids. But I mean, I can under you know nowadays, obviously in the Facebook age, nobody can get away with any of that anymore. Your your if your question is why, what was the motivation for people to do it? Man, just life, you know. It's Amer it's the American dream. Why not that have it twice? Sounds so stressful. It does sound it incredibly sounds so stressful. unnecessarily stressful, and like like extra work. You don't. I I have enough in my life with like two kids and a wife that like the idea of raising another family in another part of the country sounds absolutely just like mind boggling, like stressful to me. Like just the idea of just doing that. And I, like, I don't care what era I just, it, I would, I would not in any way, if I would travel to the other side of the country for work, I would not want to have <laughs> anyone over there. I would want to be by myself entirely the entire fucking time. I'd want no connection, nothing. No, I, I don't. I don't, I don't have. I don't want to have a family in one life. I mean, I, I, I let alone let alone two. But uh, I, I do appreciate. Well, I don't know how we got on this, but like, I do appreciate that. That uh, how do we get on this? In the 1950s, you could have, you know, you could have secrets. Yeah, yeah, that's Mad Men. That's like Mad Men. Yeah, it's all that. It's all that Mad Men was. But I, I don't know. That just seems like I, that's like so. That's too much effort. <laughs> that's way too much effort that I want to spend in my life. And that's the thing, because like in the, when we were growing up, the 1980s was the dying out of that time. Yeah. Uh, because now there was TV cameras and uh, it, the Internet was around the corner. A lot of people died in the, in the 1980s. And yeah, it's just like you go to their funeral, your your sweet sweet Richard finally died and you're now a widow and you go to the funeral and there's like a fucking another woman there with her her her, her kids and yeah. grandkids and 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 yeah. then you fucking uh find out this this key your your lawyer gives you a key with a map like this is Richard's. I don't know what this is and then like you follow the fucking map and there's just like buried underneath six feet deep in, in a bunker there's like guns and fucking playboys thousands of dollars in gold and you're like you didn't know you didn't know any of this shit now it if is. it was me it would have been playboys you would find you'd have to go follow this map and then you'd go find like an orange duffel bag buried in the woods somewhere with a bunch of playboys and nowadays <laughs> you have to you have to fucking double check your privacy settings on facebook just to make sure it's not it's not publishing what you're watching on netflix oh, Jesus, really that's what facebook does uh, I, I don't know. I thought there's there's like features like that. It's, it's like it was it was PSN, a PlayStation Network. That's just like, hey, do you want to connect your Twitter so I can I can tweet at every fucking single uh, trophy you get? And I'm like, no. Oh, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What year did Up in the Air come out? Was that 2006? I don't know what the fuck Up in the Air is. You don't know Up in the Air starring fucking George Clooney directed by like uh, Jason Wright? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 2008, I think. I don't think so. I think it must have been earlier than that because that was pre-Facebook because the whole point of that movie It was during is the recession because it's that's the plot of the movie. Is it during the recession? Yeah, it had to be. I I'm going to say 2008. Let's find out. I feel like it's 06. Anyways, Up in the Air, I did not like at all. But it had I that kind point. of enjoyed it. It was the point where he- 2009. Oh, nine? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, he goes and he finds the uh, that, the girlfriend or the girl that he's been seeing that actually has a family and she's been cheating on her family with him, with George Clooney, right? Spoiler, I guess, yeah. for that movie. Um, that's, like, 
so like that's like the, the really the end of when that could have worked because yeah i guess like the the oddies is when facebook took off right so it would have finally have been the, the end of that era the ability to get away with that shit would have been the oddies i don't want to do the rest of the list <laughs> Well, okay, anyway, so Jamie uh, Foxworth continued as she recounted to Oprah. It was to me the quickest money. I was so naive and I was drinking. Being a former child star, Foxworth explained, I never lived a normal childhood. I always went to auditions. When I was on Family Matters, I thought the money was never going to stop. I thought I was never going to be broke. So I say to young girls, always have another option like porno. Anyways, that was from uh, NikkiSwift.com. Oh, I remember that website. Nobody goes to it anymore. So moving on. Stephen Jeffries. During the 1990s, Jeffries appeared in several pornographic films using the alias Sam Ritter. Who's that? I don't know who Stephen Jeffries is, and I'm yeah. not picking on it. Spalding Gray, which is fucking weird, uh, appeared in three adult films in the 90s, including Farmer's uh, Daughters. I did not realize that. I, does he fuck, the, fuck people in them? He must. All right. Well, good That's for him. That's the whole point of this list. Uh, he's a weirdo. Um, all right. Uh, so this one doesn't count. Sybil uh, Kikeli. The German actress known for her role in Game of Thrones, the worst character and worst performed character in Game of Thrones, acted in pornographic films using the stage name Delaria, which really looks like diarrhea. And uh, what was her name in Game of Thrones again? Shay. Shay. Shay the whore. And uh, yeah, uh, she was in porn and then got into Game of Thrones because uh, Game of Thrones you cast a lot of porn stars who for people who had to do nudity. And then created that, that character was not in the books, as I recall. It's completely a TV show original and uh, weird. Needed a, needed a point of view character for those scenes. I, I have no idea, but they decided to make that one into a character uh, based on the actress's acting ability or whatever. And she's horrible. Or, she, she, or a show creator or a director of an episode wanted to get laid by a German porn star. Yeah, that might be it might be a behind the scenes deal. She brings down. Uh, those those seasons are uh, hard. It's like three you know seasons, what? too. She can't even be lifted by um, uh, Peter Dinklage's acting next to her. And this is the guy that won Emmys on, on as, as, the, as the character uh, Tyrion. No, he's struggling. I, he's struggling to deal with her. She's horrible. She's absolutely horrible. All right, so after her, it's who? Uh, uh, Kelly McCarthy, the soap opera star, appeared in a single adult film, Faithless. And this one, I, I, you actually know this one, uh, Angelique Pettyjohn. I do know this one because I know the episode. Whoa, Kelly McCarty is hot looking, dude. She's fifty though. Women can look good at fifty. She is Angelique pretty good Pettyjohn. looking. I don't know who this is. Who's this? Well, I, I just, I, I just know the ep the episode uh, where she also plays basically a space whore, uh, and she's uh, Angelique Pettyjohn. Pettyjohn was an American actress and burlesque queen. She appeared as the drill thrall Shahana. In the Star Trek episode, The Gamesters of Trixkillion, uh, during the 1980s, she performed in the hardcore films Titillation, Stalag 69, and Body Talk. She later wow. appeared in such cult classics features as The Lost Emperor and Repo Man. And I think... Uh, Lost Empire. Uh, Lost Empire and, and Repo Man. Man. Uh, and she's also in like uh, some de deadly alien or alien invasion uh, that's... Uh, and a best of the worst episode. So this is the second time because I, I, I saw her and then remembered the episode, which they mentioned and the, how they, you know, at, at the time she was probably in her forties doing nudity. And this is the 1980s. Uh, and uh, every shot with her in it has like that, that Vaseline filter to hide 
certain features. Uh, I looked her up and saw that she had done porn, and and I this is the only one on this list I think I've actually masturbated to. Wow. Oh, uh, Mike, Mal- uh, Malin Ward, I tried. I tried Malin Ward, but your tail got in the way. Oh, yeah, that's gross. Did Mike Stolkasa mention Star Trek episode, The Gamesters of the Triskelion? He, they show a clip from the episode. Oh, cool. All right, uh, Repo Man. I feel like Jay uh, just talked about Repo Man before. Yeah, I've never actually seen Repo Man, I don't think. I haven't either. I think he loves it. Yeah, it's a cult classic. A lot of, a lot of weirdos like it. All right, Kira Reed originally had a website that featured her husband and herself engaging in the swiss sexual acts. She later went on to appear in a movie called Basically Becca. <laughs> What? Uh, produced by Wicked Pictures. I don't know who Kira Reed is. Sounds like a porn star. Simon Rex, the MTV personality in 1993 at age 19. He appeared in solo scenes for two masturbation porn films, Young, Hard, and Solo <laughs> 2. Yeah. And Young, Hard, and Solo 3. It's, is it weird that I fucking see Young Han Solo when I, when I tried to read no, Young, I Hard, see and it Solo? Too. I see it too every time. So Simon Rex, you would also know from... Uh, scary movie three and four. Okay. So yeah. Um, by the way, the ladies love Simon Rex, and I'm sure his masturbation solo scenes were. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. I remember. I look at the picture. I remember his character in fucking scary movie. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. By the way, he's got great timing alongside Charlie Sheen and Anna Faris. He nails everything. He plays Eminem essentially. I think in Scary Movie three with Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson. It, it is he is great. Simon Rex pulls that movie, and I think he's one of the funniest things in Scary Movie three and four. Okay, uh, Holly Sampson, who I know I is no a porn star. This but, is what I have no clue who Holly Sampson is. She's a porn star. I mean, I know her from porn. I I, I know that I recognize the name immediately from porn, and 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 looked her up, and uh, yeah, yeah, Holly Sampson I know is a porn star, and and in the L.A. porn community, uh, I did not realize that she was also. Uh, I heard on, she blows dudes. She does uh, on Wonder Years. Uh, Fred Savage. And, and she was also in the HBO movie Gia starring Angelina Jolie. Minor role in the 1998 Angelina Jolie movie Gia, which mm-hmm. is not good. I, I don't know. That's where Angelina Jolie got her start from. Movie's because not she's good. butt ass naked in it. So a what? Because <laughs> she's gorgeous. Even in the. Okay. You have to remember back in the 90s, people like women were hot, but they weren't like today. Today, women are all hot. There's I don't think so she's that special. so many more hot women today than there were in the 90s. I don't think she's that special, Angelina. I don't. Angelina Jolie, compared to today's women, you grab Angelina Jolie from the 90s and throw her into 2020, and she isn't anything special. No. She isn't. But you take her and throw her back in her era of the 90s, and she is something special because women were just... I don't know what it is. Something happened. Women got hotter after 2012. I don't know what the fuck happened. Advancements in plastic surgery. They, they, they figured, so out, good. They figured so out how to put tit implants in through the fucking belly button and also have them look more reasonable. And also they figured out how to do collagen. I think that, but I also think, I think. Angelina Jolie. It's, I mean, it's like she, the confidence in women are like women are stronger women now. They're more like superheroes or something. I don't know what it is. It, they figured out plastic surgery. And how to get it right. No, I think it's because women are superheroes now. Yeah, that's I think actually. Uh, uh, Ripley said that not not Captain Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. As I said, yeah, Ripley said it. Yeah, she was wrong. I think I think you're right, but it doesn't matter. All three of them are getting shit for it. Yeah, well, I, I have uh, I have no ill will. This is Sigourney Weaver. She's she's a great actress. She and, hates uh, you. I don't know that she does. 
<laughs> I, I, I have a lot of fandom for Aliens. I think it's possibly the second best movie ever made. Uh, Sigourney Weaver does not hate anybody. She just doesn't want to use a gun. I don't think she has a problem with guns in society. Maybe she does. I don't want to put that on her, but I know she hates touching guns. And yes, she is uh, famous for the most the most popular fictional gun in cinematic history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's famous for holding it. Um, so uh, I own uh, uh, Tom Sizemore. Yes. Uh, the Tom Sizemore sex scandal is a DVD featuring actor Tom Sizemore having sex with <laughs> multiple women. Multiple. Released by, oh, you guessed it, Vivid Entertainment <laughs> Woo! in uh, 2005. Reports claim the sex video was orchestrated by Falcone Photo, a pornographic media business, all on the hush-hush, then quote-unquote discovered as some celebrity sex tape. Uh, I'll get spoiler alert. They're all quote-unquote discovered. Right. Now, what is the difference between this... And Farrah Abrams sex tape. I, I don't, don't know. understand. I don't either. Because th- th- this one is also done under the uh, the, the guise, guise of that, yeah. And, and yeah. also, if this is on here, why why not uh, China? Uh, China did legit porn eventually. Yeah. That, I'm, oh, seriously, I'm not, I'm not joking. China. Colin not Farrell, here, like his, I, 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 that there is a Colin Farrell sex tape, right? Colin Farrell sex tape is a legit sex tape. That was that that actually because he think, sued is, the yeah, and you know the difference because he fucking sued the people who distributed it. Right, but then eventually it still got released, yeah. Well, but Torrance, I mean, whatever. Even George Lucas can't prevent uh, the power of Torrance, his sex tape, <laughs> the holiday special. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's but, move um, on. So, yeah, no clue what Tom Sizemore's uh, sex tape is doing here. Um, but this, just to get on this, because it is on this list, it's not on the other list later um, for, the, for next week. Have you ever seen this or seen screenshots of this? The Tom Sizemore one? Yeah. No, who would look it up? Nobody wants to I see it. I haven't either. I haven't either. Nobody wants to see Tom Sizemore fucking. Nobody wants to see Screech fucking. He's just, yeah, exactly. No one wants to see Screech fucking. I don't know why. I've never saw any, any screenshots of that one either. No. But the Tom Sizemore one just seems really seedy and weird to me. No. And like, and like, there's a lot of rumors about Tom Sizemore in Hollywood and how violent and gross he may be yeah. as a human being. So. It kind of pushes me further away when it's called the Tom Sizemore sex scandal and it's multiple women. And yet he's a great actor. He really was. Yeah. He was great in Pearl Harbor. He's great. He's great in fucking Saving Private Ryan. He's actually he's really great in good and he and he's really good in Enemy of the State. I actually like him in Enemy of the State. And he's a very stereotypical Italian in that. He's good in The Relic, which is his only lead role I, that I can think of. Yeah, he's a leading role and he's like the he's like the good guy. Yeah. He's trying to play a fat George Clooney in that movie. He's trying to be handsome in The Relic. Yeah, it's weird. All right, let's move on. I uh, I own a staller. Uh, I think uh, it's Ilana. Elena Stoller, Stoller, she had established a mainstream career in Italian 1970s genre, so I do not care. Uh, let's move on to Sylvester Stallone. Wait, what's her na- what was her stage name? What? Her oh. stage name was Cicciolina. Cicciolina. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone. Speaking the, of Italians, the Italian stallion. Arguably the most famous person on this list. Maybe Jackie yes. Chan's more famous na- internationally, but... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah th- this is the this is the the big one. This is it. Uh, but of course, he doesn't fuck in it. He just sh- shows his dick, right? I thought he did fuck in it. It's his softcore pornography, so maybe he didn't fuck yeah. legitimately in it. 
Yeah, and apparently yeah, the, yeah, he uh, doesn't the, fuck in it. it, it the it, it, production company changed their name to the Italian Stallion to capitalize on Sloan's success in the breakout role of Rocky. Yeah, he does. I mean, you see, you see, top Nick. You see, you see, you see. Oh no, you see his dick. You see his dick, but uh, he doesn't seem to fuck. A girl pretends to blow him. It's a small dick. It's not a big dick or anything. It's not that small. I think we looked at his dick before for when we used to do uh, "Love That Dong." I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's not that small. Yeah, that's tiny. Oh yeah, because he's a tiny guy. I guess I've never I've never seen him in person. No, but you've seen his like outfits at the uh, Plant Hollywood or whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't remember them very well. Have you ever been to a Planet Hollywood? Please tell me yes. All right, I stayed at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> uh, okay, good. But I mean, have you ever been to like a Planet Hollywood like back in the nineties? Oh yeah, no, I, I I've been to the <laughs> one in Houston. I've been to the one in San Antonio and the one in Austin. Uh, before they all closed, and 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 it's significant because they they had um, an appetizer that was just chicken fingers, but they were breaded with Captain Crunch, and what? it's so I don't good. Remember that. And I've made I've made it before, uh, and also they still have it at the Planet Hollywood in Vegas. So uh, it's like, and honestly, the type I've made is a little bit better because I I just use pure Captain Crunch as opposed to like fifty percent Captain Crunch, fifty percent breadcrumbs. I just go full mm-hmm. Captain Crunch because that's how I remember it. It's really good, though. Even the original is good. Wow. I got to try that. Uh, let's move on. Kareen Stefans. Uh, 2006 Vixen video auth- and author Kathleen Stefans. Appeared in an adult film released by Vivid. Yay. Really stretching this shit. Scott Schwartz. Oh, yeah. The fucking bully from uh, A Christmas Story. No, he wasn't the bully. He was just one of the other kids. Oh, the thing. one who gets his tongue stuck to the thing. Yes, he gets his tongue stuck. Yes. Yes. Good Absolutely. for him. Well, he, he did porn. Yay. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever, you know, like they can't all fucking turn out great. I mean, if he, even fucking Ralphie's just this fat guy. He's in the background of fucking two Marvel movies. Yeah. Iron Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. No, Far From Home. Yeah. Far From Home. By the way, Far From Home and Ragnarok might be my, some of my favorite like Marvel films to date. I have watched Far From Home many times since it's come out. My favorite's Venom. Venom. It's te- it's connected technically now. Got that adrenaline venom, and so is Morbius. Morbius, yeah. Because uh, Sony can't you like he couldn't they could, Sony couldn't have Tom Holland in Morbius, but they could have a character who's only appeared in a Sony movie, and, and I'm pretty fucking sure that part where uh, Michael Keaton says like "What's up, Morbius?" <laughs> I'm a, I'm a character, you know. Uh, I'm pretty fucking sure that's the end credits post credit singer that Sony being fucking idiot dickholes uh, put into the trailer. No just to way. Sell. I, I bet you anything that is the fucking in credits. So I have gone back in, in my in my days and have noticed so many times and kind of started creating almost a list of it of how many times we have seen ending final shots like the final shot of a movie in a trailer. Venom does the it. Dark Knight showed us the final shot of the movie in its trailer. No, so did the Batman Begins, too. Yeah, so did Batman Begins, too, exactly. So, like, this happens all the time, where you get the final shot of a movie in, in the actual trailer. It wasn't a problem <laughs> with Rises, because the last shot is Joseph Gordon-Levitt r- rising on a platform, so that wouldn't be really tra- trailer-worthy. His his character of Robin John Blake? Yeah, but they... Yeah, no, Venom took the entire end, like, 
little monologue like like a turd rolling in the wind like everyone's like what the f-? i mean it makes sense in the movie because then you got to feel yeah. for the character but it, it's such a weird thing to put in the trailer and yet that movie made good money it did <clears throat> oh i've i've actually I've come to fall in love with it a little bit from, you know, you and like your your own kind of uh, love rubbing off, off on it to me. But my like it's my, all Tom. It's all, it's all Tom's performance. So he, yeah. uh, he 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 gives like the the it's the lobster tank. Like when when Tom Hardy's jumping into a fucking lobster tank looking like he's, he's just you know improv sweat. It's like, you know, he's going for it. He, 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 he is going for that character. And that's a side of Tom Hardy. You've never seen before. Like I just, I, yeah. I, I associate him as this like barely, you know, barely any dialogue, really gruff male presence. And it's just like, th- this character is a, a fast talking, you know, wise cracker. And it's just like, it's totally, mm-hmm. totally different than any, anything we've ever seen. And, and he, yet he brings it all. Yeah, so anyways, my point I was going to say is my son's love for Venom more recently is kind of also rubbed off on me. And so now I do – I have enjoyed the film a little bit more. Your son loves um, Venom the movie or the character? No, he loves the character of Venom. He loves Carnage more technically. We keep telling him that Carnage is actually a villain and Venom is an antihero. And, yeah. And he's like, I love Carnage even more. Like it, he loves Carnage more and more the more you tell him not Carnage is a Carnage. serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I know. He wants to be Carnage. I don't – I don't. We, we're working on it. <laughs> But uh, anyways, um, so I, I have I have like this small love of for Venom growing. A lot of it's also the music video and um, the Eminem Eminem's, video uh, song. And it's yeah, it's Venom, a stupid Venom, movie. Venom. But Venom. I'm excited. I'm excited for more. OK, so the lobster scene, that was improv. You know that, right? Uh, yes, I do. I think I do that. OK, yeah. That was just him being like, I want to jump in that lobster tank, make it work. And then it's the studio or the production team had to figure out, all right, is this tank, can it fit him? Well, if he gets in, we'll just break immediately and we'll have a fucking actor all sliced up and fucked up all over the floor. What's yeah. gonna happen? So they had to like actually figure all that shit out. We sh- should probably move off of Venom, but since you brought up Carnage, one thing I do not like about Venom is the post-credit casting. I do not... Woody Harrelson is too old to play a, 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 a Carnage. Have like, you seen the set the uh, uh, set shots of uh, Woody Harrelson's Carnage filming the next movie? No, I haven't. Dude, beer gut, Hawaiian shirt, short hair. They got rid of the whole wig. Venom. He's got like a short red head instead of that big old carrot top mess he had. Wait, Cletus Cassidy, he should be younger. He should be like in his 20s or something. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah. I don't know if I like this direction, then. I feel like he should be legitimately scary. And Woody Harrelson is can be legitimately, be legitimately scary. We know that from uh, Natural, Natural Born, Born Killers. Killers. Yeah. But that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so, so uh, right. it feels, it feels yeah. like Carnage would have a lot more back pain. Because yeah. uh, Woody well, Harrelson's kind of let himself Cletus go. Cassidy's always been a really thin character. Exactly. And, yes. And he's always been thinner than Venom. That's the point. Lanky. Yeah. Lanky and, and creepy and gross because of his thinness. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Moving on. Kelly Jean Van Dyke. I don't know who that is. She is the daughter of Jerry Van Dyke and the niece of Dick Van Dyke. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. She was a child star as well. Go figure. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Recurring She's team. dead. What? She died in 1991, age 33, of suicide. 
Okay, this one's darker than I thought. <laughs> wow. According to her younger brother, Ronald, Jack Nance, who was in Bass Lake, California, filming Meatballs 4 at the time, attempted to console her on the phone as she talked about suicide. Unfortunately, a lightning storm knocked out the phones in Bass Lake and subsequently took over 45 minutes for Nance and director Bobby Logan to find a deputy sheriff. The sheriff contacted Los Angeles police and Nance's apartment manager. They broke in, finding the 33-year-old Van Dyke had hung herself. It happens. (laughs) Honestly, this is what I feel like it happened. Ronald's on the phone, right, or whatever. Oh, no, this is not Ronald. Jack's on the phone filming Meatballs 4, and he's like, Oh, babe, that's a lightning. Did you hear that? Oh, I'm losing you. Wait, who's Jack? Oh, I'm losing you. Oh, you're going. You're going. Who's Jack? That was it. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, I, I I just find it funny that she she was on the TV show My Mother the Car, which I only know about because I've looked into it on the uh, Wikipedia for the uh, Simpsons because it's the Love Medic Grandpa episode is is the idea of like the how stupid sitcoms used no to be. No way, is That's based on My Mother song? the Car. My Mother the Car is yeah, so, like a, a girl's mother dies and gets reincarnated as a talking car. Jesus, she's not that attractive, just so you know. I'm looking at photos of her. Uh, maybe here or there. Depends. Uh, eh, not the best. Control C, Control V. Nude. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of oh, looks her, like a Van Dyke. Talk in her mouth, yeah. All right. She's just, man, yeah, no, I mean, in general, the 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 level of uh, attractiveness of, of, of porn stars has just gone skyrocketed in the last twenty years. Oh yeah, but even when you, Playboy but when models you go, too. When you compare nineties to so if you compare you know two thousand to now in twenty twenty, where like Emily Willis is getting pissed on and she's like as attractive as almost any fucking model you've ever seen. Right, love her. Um, yet twenty years ago, you had. Your Jenna Jamesons, they're a little more rugged and raw, the looks. The gulf between 2020 to 2000 versus the gulf between 2000 to 1980, where you have girls who aren't even attractive for regular women doing porn. It's just, oh, man. We, it, it, and it, I, I, you know what? I think it's, it's, it's uh, cultural acceptance and the stigma of having done porn diminishing where, where once porn was on the internet and it wasn't just in CD theaters and on VHS, everyone was growing up in a world in which porn was completely accessible. Thus, porn became way more appropriate, uh, you know, culturally appropriate. So you got hotter and hotter women starting to do it, and the marketplace started getting more and more competitive of how attractive you had to be. And the other deciding factor, hmm. resolution, because yeah, we went absolutely. from thirty-five millimeter film projected on thirty-five down way down to vhs that's where it plateaued when it went from vhs to streaming sometimes streaming like the the streaming shit that i had to jack off to with the fucking dial-up modem vhs was better quality and then of course eventually from you know late 90s to 2005 2006 when everybody started having hd tvs and hd monitors and broadband connections then the video, you know, it actually went up to HD, and now you got fucking 4K being the standard for for porn, and everybody's fucking shooting on Thomas Ninjas, uh, try, trying to get like raw footage to, for, for, so the compression can be on the par with uh, with Netflix, and, and and you require a hotter girl, and it's just like, man, what a time to be alive! But also, where will porn be in 30 years? Out of control. I don't feel like the girls can get hotter. So, uh, I mean, obviously, the technology, maybe VR is going to be the next thing. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, something to do with that. Uh, um, I think you're kind of starting to see it maybe honestly with deep fakes, like even that extent, like the fact that you can just almost you can really personalize. Deep fakes is point. just a, a, a face on someone else's body, though. Yeah, I, but I, it's personalizing it to some extent. It's personalizing it to some extent. Um, the real the, the interesting thing about deep fakes uh, porn is that, you know, obviously if you, you know, use Emma Stone or. Uh, Emma, Emma Watson, you know, you're, you upload that to Pornhub, it gets a thousand hits. But a lot of people are just like college dudes who want to fucking jack off to Jessica because Jessica's so hot and I want to fuck Jessica. And I've got a thousand photos of Jessica because I ran a little Pearl script on her fucking Facebook. Nobody uses Pearl script anymore, but whatever. Um, I just Wait, who's Jessica? Jessica's just a hot girl in, in my class in, in, in college because I'm a 20-something college person who's got deep fakes oh, on the oh, thing. See, and once, gotcha. You know, rather than just picturing that you're fucking the hot girl Jessica while you're fucking the fat girl who lives down in the in the hall in the co-ed dorm. Uh, you can actually overnight make a make a port make a deep fake of that girl. So I get like maybe that's a privacy violation, but maybe it's not if all the photos you're using are, are public information. Anyways, that she's put out there. Deep fakes. It's a very my point is. Deepfakes has potential and it's not going away and it will be part of porn moving forward. But I think it is going to be a niche part. We're still going to have porn stars with their real faces because knowing it's real is a big factor. But I, 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 I mean, I think holograms huge, might be a big factor, part of it. Huge factor. Huge factor. Uh, holograms would be a big part of it. Um, yes. If Parallax 3D comes in because 3D porn was this was never more than a niche VR porn seems to be here to stay. I, it doesn't seem to be going away. And while it is a niche, it's growing. It's a niche that you're aware of. I'm not aware of it really at all. So you'll have to like fill me in, but like it, so, but the barrier of entry is not something you can't get into any, any, I mean, I, I don't want to say too much on the air, but any married guy. Yeah. You, it's a little, it's in, you can't just have a fucking full computer with an Oculus rift, but most of the VR porn is for smartphones. It is for you buy a $20 little VR thing, you throw your fucking Samsung Galaxy or your, or your iPhone into it and, and go on Pornhub and stream. And it's shit quality. Oh, really? compared, yeah, it's shit quality, which is what I don't like because I, I you know, I have Oculus and I, I want the fucking uh, 4K. I want the 6K fucking things that actually, you know, like with low compression that look great. You have to pay for that kind of stuff. But um, th that's not where the market comes from. They shoot it for that, but then... We go on Pornhub, most of what you're going to find is resolution design for smartphones and, and, and mm -hmm. a web app. So, yeah, it, it, the majority of VR porn is dudes sticking phones on their faces, not uh, Oculus Rift or yeah, HTC Vive, uh, like full, like $600 or $400. Now, Oculus Rift is so much cheaper than when I bought it. Uh, $400 plus, uh, you know, $1,500 PC. Whoa, nice. It's 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 just it's just dudes jacking off to their iPhone six five, you know, two or three inches from their faces. Seven days a week. Well, because honestly, that's easy because if you're going into a bathroom to jack off, you know, because maybe, you know, a lot of people are married to, to girls who don't care. A lot of guys are married to women who would divorce them if they found out they had even watched porn once. And they have to <laughs> and they mostly live in Utah, uh, yeah. probably some in New Mexico. Uh, yeah. And they have to go into the bathroom when they know that, you know, their their wife's going to be away for four hours because she's going to the fucking Ralph's or whatever or getting her hair did. 
Hell and yeah. If they're going to be jacking off in the bathroom on their phone anyways, why not? Why not have, you know, the, the simple little, you know, Velcro thing that's collapsible that you, you put the phone into and get it done in one minute. And then you got VR on your face. It's better than it's arguably better than jacking off with a full computer. I wouldn't. Think I it disagree. Is. I disagree. I disagree. But but if, if it's between that and, and jacking off while you hold your phone. Yeah, well, then you got yeah, you got your I guess your options. Uh, I I guess I'll just hold my phone. Um, I couldn't do it on the phone. And the phone's too small of a screen. I don't care if it's in front of my eyes or if it's if it's in my you know hands. It's too small of a screen. Um, well, Falk, let's move on real quick just to some Playboy models gone wild because I have some Playboy models that have gone wild. There's Asia Carrera started off as Playboy model went porno. That's hot for yeah. me. Playboy models going hardcore was a big deal because it was kind of like oh shit like i i i was teased up to a point but now i'm getting the dick inside of them and let me just say most times it didn't really meet the fantasy that i created in my head while watching a playboy model never does never does so anyways uh you had asia carrera you know still worked out fine terry weigel everyone loves her um and then you get some other you know smaller ones that people don't really connect with because they're not the biggest Playboy models. They're more like uh, Playboy special editions and stuff like that. Like uh, I think Kim Hope was one. I, uh, Jenna Jameson. I, I'm only going to mention her because she did a, some Playboy, but like she's obviously was uh, a porn star first. Like Chasey Lane, same thing. Did Playboy. That's going on big today right now. You get the things like you get the Tracy Lords that are just now doing posing in Playboy. But to go to like actual. Models going into hardcore. Molly Stewart, have you ever heard of her? No. She's like she's one of the lightsaber sticking uh, up her pussy type people that you told me about. I found out about her through that. Okay. There's a lot. Um, she she was a Playboy star and now she's slowly working her way to boy girl. She's done stuff with Kieran Lee. Um, you have people like Sabrina Nicole who are almost there. I mean, she's doing hardcore. She's just doing solo hardcore. Actually, that's not true. I've seen Sabrina Nicole actually. Blow dudes and get banged by dudes. Never mind. I, I've, I've seen Sabrina Nicole do hardcore. Shannon twins. They're, they're they very, have... Sabrina Nicole's are very uh, iPhone quality. It's like they are. Well, they're they're like Snapchat type thing. Yeah. It, well, they're they're they are from Snapchat. So yeah, the Shannon twins, right? Christina and uh, Crystal or whatever they're fucking. Yeah, they've started doing real porn. Uh, yep. They do not really do a lot of. Uh, touching each other tease stuff weirdly they did a lot more at playboy and playboy has a history of putting twins like grabbing each other's asses and in, in photo oh, shoots for sure. touching each other's yeah. boobs uh it's it's pretty fucking clear that uh half made twins do stuff together oh okay well like uh holly madison described pretty much in detail um that yeah. like that you had to do anal it was the only thing that hugh wanted to do and you had to be essentially de demoralized by having like just one girl was the cum girl, like apparently or something like that, where she had to like always suck the cum out. Yeah. And like, like it, it's like when you read about what like like what Hugh did in Holly Madison's book, it's kind of disgusting. Um, moving on, we also have a Playboy model, uh, Bianca Beauchamp. She's kind of gone and done other things. Uh, but she, you know, I, I disagree, by the way, it's only, it's only disgusting if you don't think of them as prostitutes. I, I kind of see Holly Madison as a prostitute who got way overpaid for being a whore and kind of has now complained about it because she thought she was like a model slash actress. It's like, no, you were a whore. I think she thought she was. I think she honestly 
neither one of us know her, obviously. But I, 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 I honestly think she thought she was going to be the next Miss Hefner. Yeah, no, that, well, that's, that's the TV that. show. That was the whole point of the TV show. Right. She literally thought that she was going to be marrying him. And obviously, it's not a love thing. It's a fucking I she would get way more money that way kind of thing. And it's like mm-hmm. I just see that show as a bunch of gross people. And it's fun because an old guy's fucking all these these three really hot girls in their their 20s and 30s because that yep. Bridget was like 30 something it was she was like she had an expiration date stamped on her she did. Enti- that was that was her arc uh Holly's was that she was pretended to be madly in love with you Hafner and delusional and thinking she'd marry him but obviously really only cared about money and then uh what's the uh, Kendra Kendra was just Kendra. Like, Kendra was just the one who's like I can't pretend I'm not a whore I'm a whore and of course she's the yes. only one who's done porn Yes, and in fact, yes, and so she did a sex tape, but she actually did a sex tape that required lots of uh, of conversation. Um, in at Vivid, I think it was Vivid because they needed to confirm one hundred percent she was eighteen when she filmed it because she filmed it like the day she turned eighteen or something. Yeah, shit well, like that. yeah, well, this is why I thought we should have moved this into the next episode. We will, we will, we will. But um, so the the last uh, uh names I actually wanted to mention. Um, of uh, of 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 playmates and uh, and playboy like models that have turned uh, hardcore. Uh, Leola Bell, she was Miss February 2012. She's just full on gone hardcore. And then Nicolette Shia, she started off yeah, as a that. like a special edition vixen, and she has made her way into like hardcore porn now. And now her whole thing is like she's done anal. I think she just did her first anal scene finally, and she did it with a weird red wig on. I don't understand why. They, when 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 porn stars want to do their first anal scene, they go crazy with the hair. They either do it like braided, or they have it way too stylized, like it's like in the '60s, or they go too tense with the makeup, or they put a wig on, or they color it. I don't know what the fuck it is, but stop doing shit for your first anal movie because all we care about is seeing the version of you we've already seen a million times finally doing anal. We don't want to see you all of a sudden decked to the nines and looking like a completely different human being than you've ever been before. I don't really notice that trend. Uh, oh, it's disgusting. I hate it. Do you like Nicolette Shia? Do you even know she's, that? Yeah, is? of course I know who she is. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know she had done Playboy because nobody cares at this point. It's just you're just a porn star. Uh, but yeah, she's fine. She's she's very uh, she's very much a bottle blonde. Uh, it, very much where. I like when they don't pretend that anything's real, and it's just yeah. This is this is me made by science. Oh, Emily Bloom apparently finally got banged out too. That's right. What? Oh yeah, you didn't know about that? Nah. Under the name uh, of Emily and Brendan from behind, it's a Hergay art. Oh no 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 no! It's a Hegray, and, and uh, no, oh, Hegray. She, he's not in her. He's not in her. That's an old scene. That's that's why I she think was. Britney she, Shoemaker got fucked. That's actually. okay. That's that's what you're describing. I, I'm looking at it right now. The, the rare hardcore scene. Yeah, some reason that's trending on Reddit now. Like somebody found it. Like Hegray does this shit all the time. He's not actually fucking in her. His dick is not in her. There's no penetration scenes. Oh right 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 right. Yeah no, that, that's the closest he ever did to a hardcore was was the early stuff There's with Hegray. She did it with this guy, Brendan, and, and, and the black guy, Mike, that uh, Hegre uses a lot, where she just grabs her cocks and then gets eaten out by the, the guy. But she never did. She, she's never been penetrated or done hardcore scenes. Hegre got managed to get like also Katya Clover do stuff with her boyfriend. And then she never did stuff again. And now she's in Playboy and Emily Bloom's in Playboy and fucking Angela White's in Playboy. And Elsa Jean's in Playboy. Go, Gianna Dior's in Playboy. It goes Playboy. the other way now where Playboy's like, hey, mm-hmm. you know these girls you've seen fucked up the ass? 
we got them to get naked. <laughs> like, yeah, they, now they're going to get naked. What the fuck is your point? Up. What the fuck is the point? Your point of existing, Playboy? You're supposed to be the, the gateway into hardcore. Now you're right. You don't know what you are anymore. You're supposed to make Lana Rhodes. So for me, like Lana Rhodes was a Playboy model who very quickly went hardcore. And now she just gets pissed on and like yeah. does all kinds of lesbian shit and like gets fucked in every fucking hole. And she she did Playboy too. She was Playboy Plus back in like. Uh, 2016 and like literally today she's just getting fucked like crazy all all the holes all the holes so yeah like lana rhodes i would say is another one um she's the one that for me that like i was like oh my god i was so excited when she went hardcore and then i immediately went oh my god you're going way too hardcore no they never you're go too way hardcore. too hardcore for me i never go too hardcore not for you no not for me i mean yeah, not, it, yeah, yeah. don't hold anything back so anyways, that's, I mean, they're literally, you can go on forever with a list of playmates or playboy people that eventually make their way into porno. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of mention those batch. Oh, there was also Alexia Roy uh, became, uh, was Ava Adams. Yeah, so again, it's like, uh, yeah, that's fine. If, if that's your stepping stone is posing nude and then you do Oh, and Lacey hardcore. Spice was, is Kayla Caden now. She was uh, Lacey Spice in Playboy, and now she's Kayla Caden in porno. Same thing with Ava Adams, like where Ava Adams is now like in porno. She's huge, but she was Alexia Roy in Playboy. How old's Caden? Kill a Caden. So yeah, like I said, there's you can go on forever and ever and ever about people in Playboy that have made their way into hardcore, but I do think that there's a few that are big names that people do kind of like remember and they're like, oh shit, that's crazy. You went hardcore? Yeah. There's a lot from the 80s and 70s, but I don't think those are as important as the mentioned ones we did tonight. No. So I think that's good. I think we did a good a comprehensive list. Cool Boy Nation, tell us about the smells you make at night by letting us <gasps> know by using your computer or mobile device, by typing into your browser, by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Of course. New episodes come inside you every week, but usually <laughs> on Tuesdays because maybe it was just a topless hetero cis male with a bunch of <gasps> hot guys squeezing your balls into the ass that made your dicks rise. The balls have to be hard nuts. Or it's butt's ass. And we <laughs> do only bottom ass here. <gasps> bottom ass? This is like a, how, how Nolan would react during this episode. Guys, I don't <laughs> watch porn. Oh, yeah, that girl's great. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to lick and succumb to the cool boys and review the balls. The balls have to be hard nuts or it's huge ass. <laughs> and we only do great ass here. Please check out our other great, great cool boy central content on the web where the cool boys describe strong things and how strong it would take to wrestle those strong things to the ground for some ground and pound, maybe because uh, maybe. Because maybe it was just a topless hetero cis male uh, with a bunch of hard guys squeezing your balls into the ground that made your dicks rise. The balls have to be long nuts or it's weak ass, and we only do strong ass here. Okay, that was great. Oh, was thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Tom Sizemore Felk. Oh, great. And that's Bizies from Sylvester Stallone Ballard. I think you got the better one this time. I got the better actor. Tom Sizemore's a better actor than Stallone. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... I feel like we should at least watch one of these sex... And which one do you want to watch sometime? Yeah, no, let's let's watch. We'll be we'll be looking at some ports coming up. You know what? Let's watch the uh, Family Matters one. Yeah, together. Yeah, because I want to see what happened to that the character of Judy Winslow. I need to see what happened. I have it up. Hold on. Well, she did a lot. She did a couple. Okay, just clicked on the link. Don't know where it opened it. In a browser. What, what browser did it just open it in? I got to make sure I opened it in the right browser this time. <laughs> Not in a browser that has storing information. Okay. Three, two, one, play Jamie Foxworth. There, she's oh my a, God. Is this a family matters porno? I, I don't think it's related to family. Oh, matters. there she is. Is that her? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, again, Crave. that's her. Yeah, that's Crave. 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 Wow. She looks nothing like the character of Judy Winslow. I felt like this is 21 minutes and 35 seconds. We're going to watch the whole thing. We're gonna watch the whole thing for the Easter for the Easter egg of an episode that's already uh, forty-one minutes longer than we needed it to be because we got to record two yep. episodes tonight. All right, let's let's move on to the next episode while we're watching this episode two. Episode two. All right, we're here. Attack of the fucking uh, Jamie Foxworth. Get some cool boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs>